We're at the ACC tournament in Greensboro. Last night did not go the way that I wanted it to go. I don't think anybody in the triangle wanted it to go that way. We wanted that big four, big Friday semifinal action. I wanted Duke Wake. I wanted State Carolina. I wanted this building drunk as hell watching basketball. I would even so, go so far to make it like the big four tournament back in the late 70s and 1980 where people could still smoke in the building. Like, let's just kick it old school, all right? But no, we were denied that. Joel Berry, ACC Network, Tar Heel legend, joining us now on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Joel, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to process all of these feelings. Um, but uh, it's been it's been a great tournament about, uh, so far, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> yeah, like I was saying, it, it could have been so much better today for our purposes. You know, you you get it. You get it. I mean, the ACC is still going to have a tournament and all that stuff. You, all right, so let's actually start with, with how you, you started this, you know, talking about processing what happened last night for North Carolina. And I guess I'll, I'll start with how Hubert Davis handled a question yesterday after the loss to Virginia uh, when I think it was Trayvon over at uh, TBD who had asked about you know, the yellow flags at the beginning of the season, blocking out the outside noise. And Hubert Davis was very candid and said, they no, there were times where we did not do a good job of blocking that out. You were in this position where the expectation was to come back, get it done, mission accomplished. How did that play out with your group? And how difficult is it, as we just saw with this North Carolina group? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we all know it's very difficult. We have to, when you come into a season, you have to have respect for all teams, regardless of you being number one or whatever. You have to respect all of the teams as you go into each and every game. And for my group, we just we we just came together as a team and we wanted it. We we realized that we had an opportunity in our hand that slipped away. And it was just the, the, the build of our team and the, the build of our guys that we were like, we want to go back and we want to win this. Um, but I will say it is different times now. Uh, for my group, we didn't have NIL. We didn't have personal things that we were trying to accomplish within the season to try to accomplish winning a national championship. Our, national, our NIL deal was winning the national championship. And sometimes those things, uh, when you throw money in, 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 into things, it can be a distractor. So not only do you have expectations from the outside, now you have expectations of doing what I need to do to be able to get myself some more money in my pocket. Now, I'm not saying that's the, in, the entire story, but it could be a small part of it. But this team, having those expectations, didn't handle it well. And I saw something that said, you know, we this was something that, we could see at the beginning of the season when they played Gardner-Webb and they played some of those teams and they were only squeaking by to win. So they they just uh, – it just wasn't the season that they wanted, but there's a lot of aspects that go into it. Joel Berry, ESPN, ACC Network, national champion with North Carolina joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. That's Joe Obvious. I'm Joe Giglio. All right, uh, I'm not suggesting these people are sane, Joel, but there is a different standard at North Carolina, and he wasn't your head coach, but obviously Hubert Davis was on the staff. To the people right now, the Carolina fans right now, who are who are angry with Hubert, how do you try to rationally explain to him that in his first year they were in the Final Four, they were in the national championship game? <laughs> he is a good coach, and he deserves more patience and grace than he's being than he's receiving from a portion of the fan base today. 
Yeah, and I I haven't been um, entirely happy with the way that the, the the fan base has handled this situation. Cuba Davis comes in and goes to a national championship in his first year. He uh, he he gets his team to where they look like they're not about to make the the, the NCAA tournament, and they make a run at the end of the season to get to the national championship. He has done some amazing things, and I understand that when you set the bar high, that is the standard um, that you want them to reach each and every year. But we are human. Things happen. Uh, we, we, we're we not perfect every year. And so the fans have to take a step back and put things into perspective and see that it's not easy making it to a national championship, let alone as your first year as a head coach. And so Hubert Davis has done an amazing job um, with this basketball team, with this basketball program. I'm excited for the future because this is his own, this is only his second year. We're talking about it like this is his tenth year at North Carolina, and so it's very um, disappointing that the fan base isn't showing him enough love for what he has done and what he is doing. He's bringing in the top players in recruiting for 2024. What else do you want? We have to look. We have to have a forward perspective, and I'm just excited the way that it's going. But I'm very disappointed that they haven't showed him enough grace with what he has done in this program already. Joel Berry joining us here on the OG, former Tar Heel national champ, ACC Network. He's on the Easter Automotive Group hotline. You talked about NIL and how it's changed things, and I mean, completely on point. But Transfer Portal has also changed some things, too. You see where the Transfer Portal helped Carolina last year, you know, the addition of Brady Manick. That then puts Pete Nance in a difficult spot where it's like, all right, he did it, now you go do it. Um, and there's also the dynamics of guys sticking around. Um, so for the purpose of this conversation, Armando Baycott can come back next year. R.J. Davis can come back next year. Caleb Love can come back next year. But Hubert and all other – he's not alone in this. All the coaches have to balance guys who might want to stick around and guys who want to develop and, and play, and they might transfer. So do you do you envy coaches and what they have to deal with in the offseason in terms of roster management? Because North Carolina is going to have to face some decisions this offseason. <laughs> no, you're, you're exactly right, and you hit it right on the head. Um, it, it, it'll be a tough deal, and I think we're kind of seeing how the trend with all of these coaches, um, all of the Hall of Famer coaches stepping away from the game, Roy Williams, mm-hmm. Coach K. You got Jay Wright over at Villanova who could have, you know, these coaches could have done a lot more damage um, and added to their resumes. But um, it's the trend that we're going in. And when you think about what Coach Davis and his coaching staff has to do to get these players back, it's not just talking to the players. I mean, now you have to talk to agents. You have to talk to parents. And these kids, you know, the money is involved. So they're looking at the best opportunities to be able to maximize their college careers. Not everybody makes it to the NBA. And mm-hmm. so now there are a lot of different aspects going into uh, to this offseason that, that, that is really tough. And I feel for these coaches because a lot of this stuff is out of their hands. Um, it, it, it's ultimately up in, it, it's in the kids' hands now. So it'll be a lot of talking, but... As you referred to, the transfer reporter has done amazing jobs. Look at a team like Pitt, who they got blown out the other night, but look at the way that they changed their season from last year to this year just by going in the transfer portal. And that's just one small sample. It's it's all over college basketball. Um, So that'll be another aspect. So 
it's just so many different uh, navigate uh, the way that they have to navigate through all of this stuff. I don't want to be in that position, honestly. Um, <laughs> but uh, it'll be it'll be definitely be interesting to see because you think about uh, about a guy like Armando Baycott. Man, look at all the records that he has uh, that he has broken and all the the body the body of work that he had, has done at Carolina. Is it is it the mentality of like, look, I've gave this program my all. Or do I put my name in the transfer portal and see how much money I can get? That's it's just a weird dynamic. Joel Berry, North Carolina legend. Before we let you leave, Final Four MVP too. Before we let you leave, man, uh, I, I know that it's going to pain you, and I, I don't mean to do this to you intentionally, but maybe I'm <laughs> tweaking you a little bit. Say something nice about Duke because uh, <laughs> I knew that the Blue Devils coming. are breathing fire, man. They are breathing I, I knew fire it. right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, man, I will say Can you do it. Uh, I, you can do it. I got faith in you. I know. I'm like stumbling over my words because it's like I gotta <laughs> get it out. I gotta, I gotta get it out. <laughs> but, but no, um, I'm I'm very impressed with what John Shire has done in his first season. Um, bringing in some really really good young guys, not having them right away being able to navigate his um, through his roster and being able to plug guys in to be able to hold off um, until he got his good, uh, you know, his young players back, getting them well-oiled. Um, they've done a great job, and they just progressively have gotten better and better. And, man, that win against Pitt yesterday was very, very no. dominant. And um, it, it, it makes you open your eyes and say, do we need to watch out for this Duke team? Because that win was very – very dominant yesterday. So they've done a great job, not only Coach Shire, but his team being able to accept their roles. Derek Lively, one of the top the top recruit comes in. Now he's a shot blocker. He's a rim runner. He's the lob threat. He's accepted that role. Filipowski, we've seen the body of work that he's done. Bringing a guy like Tyrese Proctor, who should still be in high school, and now look what he's doing. And I can go on and on. Jeremy Roach, we know what he's done and what he means to that team. But all all that to say is they've gotten progressively better, and they're a dangerous team to look out for. Joel Berry, ACC Network, a true pro. A true pro. Is he ACC See? Network? So he's, he's talking <laughs> the rest of the ACC. Joel, <laughs> hey, man, we always appreciate these conversations. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the tournament. We'll talk to you later. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. And I, that last segment hurt, but I had to get my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys.